coming in at six foot four, number one, Patty's Playbook. Hey guys, I'm your host Patty, and welcome to Patty's Playbook, the show for all you sports lovers out there. We cover NRL, NBA, NFL, plus many more sports. You can find us on Instagram, at Patty's Playable. I can hear the sport calling us. Let's dive into this episode, baby. All right, we're recording on a Wednesday. This podcast will be out late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning. NRL fans, round three, let's go. We're back. The big fella, Christian. How are you, bro? Uh, could have been better, mate. Could have been better. I wish I had happy news to report. Obviously, we have our little briefing prior to... Accountability. Yeah. Probably segue straight into that, won't we? <laughs> tough, tough weekend on the tools, uh, mate. We go, you start two from two and then end up two from eight. Yeah. Six straight losses, eh? That one, yeah. I don't think we've had that. No. It's it bit, was... Yeah. We've got to come in and tell it how it is, unfortunately. Two for eight. I, I was gobsmacked. Um, probably indicative of... Uh, how this season has shaped up mm. with no real front runner. Um, wide open. It's all wide open. Um, to all you Broncos fans out there, great start to the season. Really sort of shaping up to their potential. Yep. Um, however, not great for those who are trying to bet on them. Um, <laughs> I guess we got him in round one, but like, yeah, Friday yeah, night. Yeah, I mean. Friday night was. Friday night. They turned it on. Yeah, I still don't have. <laughs> They're falling into this basket of uh, little faith um, teams. Mm. Um, we'll probably go into that, but no team's really hitting their straps. Obviously, weren't helped by the fact that Penrith missed the start. I think that was more, more the case of a false start, mm. judging by their performance on the weekend. How can they jump the gun, mate? Yeah, I just don't. Uh, you know, false start, a bit more pressure on you. Um, good to get the loss out of the way for round one for mm. the boys, obviously. But we won't talk about Penrith too much. Um, obviously. No team has really been able to string two wins together. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's only Brisbane and the Dolphins. <laughs> Fins up. You wanted, I know you had to, you wanted, you wanted, should we just jump into that straight yeah, let's, away? Let's digest this because I was very, very harsh on the Dolphins. And people have to understand that we're on this podcast and we stick our necks out, right? We're, never, we're not perfect. No, no one's perfect. I just think you look at them on paper, mm. they're really like – you know, your licorice all sorts, just like throwing a bunch of boys together. And, you know, if we put a good coach there, we'll probably be able to get something moving, maybe. Well, Benefactor. it's no longer maybe, it's, it's working. All of a sudden, Kafusi's become this highlight reel hit merchant. Which, Snapping for a living. I know, which just, yeah, I don't know what, what's in the water up there at Redcliffe. Um, but it's working. Whatever they're doing is working. I don't know whether... Danks back in the camp or something. I don't know. I'm looking for, looking for answers there if anyone's got any. Um, young Harves combination, they just seem to be getting it done. But it's again, it's that Batman and Robin Harves, which, which I really think is key to success. It's mm. why Penrith have been so successful. Um, you know, it's why the Roosters were so successful. It's why Souths have been so good also when they had Reynolds and Walker at the helm, mm. even to a lesser degree now with Ilias and and Walker, they're just getting it done. Psychotoa, cool as a cucumber. He's... Uh, I know. I know. 
Obviously, um, he played in the World Cup, like there's big raps coming in. Didn't get, he was obviously buying Cleary. SOS last year, a young guy coming through. I think he's only 18, 19 this year, maybe. Just looks like he's ready to go. And I've actually, I've heard stuff. I won't, yeah, we won't go into Penrith too much, but I've heard stuff like player managers are just getting these guys now at like 15, 16. Yeah. And plucking them out. Like, essentially, they're ready for first grade, some of these guys. And when they're getting old heads around them, I'm talking about player managers here, obviously that are essentially looking for the cash grab also. Mm. It makes it very, very difficult for clubs to sort of nurture these um, players with outside noise, mm. particularly outside noise that is worried. Um, all they're worried about is getting cash. Um, makes it quite difficult and can sink or swim a lot of them as well. I think Katal was just... I mean, I can see why Katar has got the start now. The actual, the irony of all of this is that Katar actually reminds me of a young Milford mm. playing in the 20s, Canberra. Coming through, yeah, electric. Cast your mind back there. Very, very similar style of play. Let's just hope he doesn't start bashing his missus. <laughs> um, I don't think we see Milford again. Like, it's early. Obviously, injuries and stuff come in. Like, that's him pretty much him done, I think, Milf. Like, he was, I think he'll probably play first grade again, but while they're winning, you know what I mean? Like, my understanding is he just had a shit off season. The attitude's not there. The Bromwich boys, Jesse Bromwich is like, they've kind of, they've set the, the platform, the temperament. This is our standards now. We're a new club. We have to, you know, work off something. Set them, you might as well set them sky high, try and build that culture. I've just heard he's had a shit off season. The, the young buck in, Wayne Bennett's giving him all the confidence in the world. I didn't see it. Oh, I don't think Katoa gets dropped no matter how bad he plays now, because Wayne Bennett isn't the type of bloke that's going to just start pulling people. He's not a tinkerer. I think if you're not really named in his round one side, Mm. you know, like, um, is Tavare that they've got that? um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he's apparently coming through. And he's not getting a look in. Yeah. And that's just the way Wayne Bennett is. Mm. Like, he had big raps. And your stripes, yeah. Um, And And I guess, sorry, but into Katoa, I was reading an article last night, I think, because obviously he played in the World Cup for Tonga. I think New South Wales Rugby League are trying to have a little look at him and New Zealand Rugby League trying to get the, like the eligibility thing. Which I think that's just a massive – you just jump on the gun so much. They're there. trying to get in early. Like you look at who's ahead of him. Yeah. Like there's so many players. That, mm. Like Cody Walker's getting a look in before Katoa. Why are we worried about – I know he's 19, but – I think just the future, emerging blues. Maybe they're thinking that next generation. If he's that good, I guess the rap's how, running. How old's Matt Burton? Yeah, 20... Early 20s. 24, 23. Like, 25 max. You're worried about Katoa. Like, I don't know. I bet you just let the kid play season first grade first. I, think, I get this whole emerging blues thing, but like, come on. Yeah. Come on. I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah. It'll be interesting what way he goes. Pressure's on. So. Like, you got Dewey. Yeah. I mean, he's playing well on a bad side. Mm. Got plenty of players there. We'll see, mate. All Start right. talking about Katoa. I didn't expect to talk about him, but that's a nice little statement I mean, under the dog. Well deserved. I'm not saying it's not a bad shout, but I just think like, why are we so worried about sewing people up when there's literally like five people yeah. ahead of him? Ahead. You still got to wait, wait to see what's going on with Luai. Mm. Obviously played really well on, on, the, the, weekend. on the weekend. Mm. Um, he's, I, I dare say if Penrith don't lose a game from here on in, it's probably the same halves combo for... I think they get first crack. Yeah, I think they get first crack probably yeah. regardless, given that... I mean, some of the incumbents that have managed to get a run, mm-hmm. regardless. And then, you know, I'd probably fall back to, again, if Bulldogs keep playing the way that they are, you'd probably say the Burton slides in the 5-8. Next up. Next up. 
I mean, again, if Souths play to what they're capable of, Cody mm. Walker's probably going to get a shout. We'll see. Probably get, probably get the axe at halftime like he did last time out, but <laughs> no story for another day, eh? We'll see what way he goes. What, um, yeah, Kiwis, New, um, New South Wales, we'll see. Tonga. Okay, NRL news, mate. Big week of news around the league. Very exciting to divulge this. Paddy Carrigan, this was last week, re-signs with the Broncos. Massive, massive signing. Locked into 2028, I believe. Um, yeah. Love it. Just what a player. Love it, yeah. He's, he's one for the kennel. He's an absolute dog. He's a dog. Yeah, he's a dog. He's a bad, bad man. Um, this, yeah, you, just exemplary. All over. Yeah. Minutes, work rate. Captaincy, leadership. Leadership. Good bloke. That's why I got him in my super coach, people. Same, yeah. He's just, yeah, there's not many getting around better than him at the moment. I was thinking last night, mate, for me, Yoey, best lock in the game, second to none. It's been three years now. Obviously, it helps he's in that system at Penrith. Got Cam Murray at second. I think, for me, Carrigan's the third best. That's my top three locks in the game right now. You're not disappointed if any of them are putting on 13 for you? Fuck no. Yeah. Is Carrigan's future Kangaroos captain. You'd yeah. assume him or, him or Murray. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. Yoey's probably going to be in front of them for the next few years, but he's, probably, he's a bit older than them. It'll be interesting yeah. if he gets that 13 gig because obviously Carrigan can play like a front rower. Yeah, see, I think that's where you'll probably see a bit of, um, a bit of movement. I think if there's any one out of those three that are going to move to the front yeah. row, it's going to be um, – I mean, you could probably see Yoey doing it later on in his career once he loses that step of pace. Yeah. You could easily see him sliding in the front row because he's – Mm, big, big, boy. Uh, big rangy sort of fella. Yeah. Smart with the, like, you know, moving the rock around yeah, and stuff. Yeah, put, put a bit more weight on his frame and all of a sudden he's denting the line, making the, making the defence hurt. Um, I think, yeah, short term, you're probably going to see Carrigan slide in where the eight or ten mm. alongside Haas. So you've got plenty, mm. plenty of chemistry there. I'm just thinking, who played lock for Queensland last year? Because Carrigan debuted off the bench. Was it Cotter? Cotter got injured. Cotter stuff. Who was the front? I'm trying to think. Put us on the spot here. Yeah, we really... I think Cotter might have got 13 to start with, but I know he got injured. Let's just take a brief minute. Because I think he's got that 13 injury. That's his, hey, for Queensland. Yeah, 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 mate. Um, this is very ad-lib, isn't it? Like, whilst Paddy's looking that up, quick little segue. How bad is the customer service you receive at service stations? Not happy with it, mate. Mate, I know it's not exemplary anywhere, really, but like... <laughs> I had to feel I was on my way up here to the to the studio. We'll call it the studio, and um, had to fill up the car. And number one, it took like five minutes for my Bowser to get. Oh, that's an exaggeration, but it felt like five minutes. Five minutes for my Bowser to get the okay. Like I don't look like a thief. Oh, is like, the Caltex? Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, oh yeah. I've never met a customer service sort of um, model where you can pretty much just talk on the phone, message, text on the phone. Whilst someone you're serving someone at the counter, it just blows mm. my mind. Was it an old geezer? I think I might. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've had a few run-ins there, mate, yeah. down at the local. There's a few others around the traps, you know. It just blows my mind. I'm just. Do you want to be a full tank of gas going in? How are you going? Yeah, yeah, the face? you know, yeah. How's your day been? <laughs> it's not hard, people. Yeah, like, those days are gone. Mate. They're gone. It's just like, and it's it's just such a bizarre dynamic. Yeah, isn't it? No, it is, mate. Yeah. Have we found these, this team yet? I've got him here. Tino okay. was at lock. Tino, of course. But I think probably he gets pushed up to front row and then Paddy Carrigan, I think, starts at 13 this year. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, they're looking dangerous. you got Nanai there too. Nanai. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. There you go. Tino. Forgot about big Tino. Big Tino. Yeah, what a signing for um, Carrigan. Yeah. He's, yeah. 
Yeah, I thought we'd, gonna have, we'd have a lot to unpack there, but what you see is what you get with the big fella. It's pretty crazy as well. Like, I'm pretty sure he got the captaincy after like 20, 25 games for the Broncos. Like, that's fucking huge. You see why now, right? <sighs> yeah. Crazy. And he probably was a bit, or he was too early. And like the pressure, they obviously had that shit year. And now it looks like they're moving injury, in the right Injury, he had an injury. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful, mate. Okay. Big news this weekend. Um, I know a lot of people like to dig the boot into this guy. I can't wait to get your hot take on it. The KP situation. Another concussion, another head knock. Obviously, round one, independent doctor takes him off. He argues, complains, I'm fine, I'm fine. Round two, out cold, essentially seeing stars. What's going to happen to KP? How do you see this whole saga un- unfolding, mate? Is it – how long does he miss? Do we sit him for the year? Where do we go? It's one of, it's, he's sort of fallen into that Kiri situation. Mm. You know, if Kiri can come back and do it, but I mean, they basically sat Kiri out for the season too, mm. and Pong is sort of getting into that territory, right? Mm. Um, yeah. And you want to play him at 5'8". You've signed. This is the big thing. So They've backed themselves in a corner now. They're back because they've signed Lockie Miller. So it's like, where do you play Lockie Miller if you, if you don't want him to absorb that contact mm. in the front line? Where do you? Because that's mm. where he'll be safe. Ponga will be safe at fullback. Yeah. He'll be able to play. Um, but you, if, you, if you've gone out and signed Lockie Miller, on a probably, he's probably on a pretty penny. You're not bad. Yeah. Four, five hundred maybe. Yeah. So he's, he's, you know, he's not someone you can just drop back to reserves. You're not mm. going to want to have half a mil tied 100%. up in reserves. So you sort of, you've backed yourself into this corner. Look, I think O'Brien's probably going to get the sack anyway. Yeah. I think he's scrambling for wins early on. Mm. I mean, I'll tell you what, if there's ever a team where you think the refs are out to get them, it's the Newcastle Knights. There was some dodgy calls. What a gutsy win for them, eh? I don't oh, know. I know, but we were burnt by them, obviously. But fuck, they, you're not you're not wrong about the calls. They, the, the calls were just okay. Well, let's talk about this independent doctor for a bit here. It makes me laugh. You've got so Pong is out cold, like he's out. Yeah, right. Why do you want to get the independent doctor involved? Because we all know mm. if the independent doctor gets involved, it automatically goes up to level two, mm. right? Which means more time off. More time off. Blah blah blah. Mm. Why wouldn't you get the bloke off? Right, mm. and at least have that option of sending him straight back out. Yeah, but you believe in a bloke who's been concussed? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sweet. He's got punters eyes, and <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good, coach. Put me back on. You're just like, yeah, mate. Well, it blows my mind, honestly. I'm like, and then they they want to blow up about it. You had the Ricky Stewart blow up and all that all stuff. That stuff. Mm. You know, HIAs and you know player welfare and all that stuff. And I get it. It's a serious matter. Just get the bloke off. It only takes one replay to look yeah. that he's stiffened up like a buddy surfboard. He's gone, yeah. Hit the deck. Mm. He's not okay, people. Yeah. There's nothing about him that says, oh, I'm okay. Mm. I don't care if he begs and borrows and steals to stay on the field. He's not okay. Yeah. Get him off and at least, look, he may end up having to sit the 15 minutes out mandatory anyway, but at mm. least you've got it to fall back on. Yeah. But the moment that you allow him to stay on, and like some of them are laughable. They're terrible. Some of them are like, yeah, yeah, he's sweet. And you're like, sorry, what? Some of them are bad the other end as well. They're not really getting this right. Yeah. Like Sebastian Chris, oh. one of the gonads, all of a sudden he's gone for <laughs> HIA. Mate. There's been you some know, shockers. Yeah. And I think teams as well are take, using it as like a tactic. Like you, I think it happened with maybe Mitch Kenny on the weekend for us. Bit dazed. Um, 
I don't think the ref stopped the game, but they kept playing on for a tackle or two. Or maybe he did stop it. Mitch it. Kenny. Mitch Kenny. I was there live, mate, and I was like, why is he on? Exactly. And they play like two or three tackles, and the ref stops at independent doctor. So I think teams, when you're defending, obviously, they might use that as a bit of a tactic. Slow it down, breather. Depends who I the player that. is, too. Yeah. Like, I think if it's a Kalen Ponga, you're getting him off straight away because you still have that opportunity True. to get him straight back on. True. Um, and 15 minutes without your 5'8s hurts. But, oh, like, yeah. the Mitch Kenny situation, it's like, mm. just get him off. Yeah. So I can see like a big... You get a free rotation. Exactly. Big prelim, seven minutes to go. You're up by two. Someone's hit the deck and like they've stopped it, play on, and then they stop it again. Like I, I know, yeah, they manipulate, they bend the rules. Independent doctor, mate, I don't know where we go with it. I don't know if they have to have someone at the ground because I'm pretty sure it's like in, in Sydney. It's sort of bunker stuff, isn't it? Like it's a wing of the bunker. The NRL's made 50, 50 million in the last year or two. Like surely they can send a doctor out. Well, bulk wheel, baby. Send my naivety here. But I actually thought they were at the ground. Yeah, yeah. That's what. I, yeah. What are we doing? A, a hot doc appointment here? Are we? Like, what are we doing? He goes back in the sheds and does a Zoom meeting with the doctor. Send the email through, mate. I just assume they were at doctor the ground. certificate. I, I should, yeah. I kid you not. I thought they were these little huddle of medical professionals that mm. were huddled around this screen. But turns out I was at the game, Penrith game, and it, it turns out that's just Freddie Fitler and yeah. freaking <laughs> the crew. Channel Nine crew. I thought that involved. was the that was the independent doctor. Yeah. I mean, little. That's bizarre. How uninformed am I? Mm. I? I don't know, mate. I, I just think... To, to, to go back to the an, an initial thing with Kalen Ponga. Yeah, what's going to happen? I don't mind if they do the Kiri method, give him a breather, you know. What do you reckon initially maybe comes back around five, six, has a month off? We're no experts, obviously. What are you, what's your prediction, I guess? For me, I'm probably thinking maybe he takes, comes back around five, six, see how he goes. Yeah, I think that's smart. And then we go from there. He's already around the headgear. So there's not much more you can do, really. And then you're right. With your first comment was like, you've got Lockie Miller there. They've backed themselves in a corner. You're, you're going to put KP back to fullback? Lockie Miller. Maybe they, Lockie Miller defends at six, plays fullback in attack. I, I, it's a shit show, mate. I it think is, we move on. It is. I think, um, I think the, the current coach at the helm there is not going to see that one out anyway. So okay. we'll see what goes on. All right, mate. We roll on. Nathan Brown. I feel like this room has been circulating for three or four years. Where's he going to Manly? Is he leaving? There's a player swap. What's going on here? BA's. Yeah. I thought he signed with the Roosters like two weeks ago. Oh, but anyway. Here we go. Yeah. Nathan Brown. Good immediate sign. switch to Bondi, mate, to the Roosters. Um, middle third depth. Yeah. He'll be he'll be on, what, 800 a year? <laughs> <laughs> My understanding is the Roosters are yeah, paying half of his contract to the Eels. I think this was actually comes back to maybe a bit political. Like, I think my understanding is Brownie stood up to BA like, I'm not... I don't agree. I'm not a fan of Jake Arthur being in the side. He was one of the. Did he players. really? I, I have just become Nathan Brown's biggest fan. That's my understanding. I am vote one Nathan Brown. That's my understanding. You know what? Give him the armband. <laughs> what a champion bloke. He's a, he's a man of the people. So, because we, we You've roll, just made my day. Mate, I'm glad you got a smile on your face because we rolled back last year. I didn't know this. He didn't play pretty much essentially the back end of that year. Is this what this is all over? Gets to a grand final, gets picked in the grand final, and now he's not even playing the first two rounds. Are you kidding me? That's what I'm hearing. Wow. I don't understand. You, play, you get picked in the grand final. You haven't played all year. You get picked in the grand final. Well, he was like their again. best forward. He was one of their best forwards. When he was, yeah, starting and stuff. Yeah. Like, one back the clock two, three years, and he's like mm. dead in the line. Blues contention. He was getting chucked around. He played, I think. I think he made his debut. I think. Maybe I've had a HIA. Maybe I've had a HIA. But yeah, you're right. Like he was, <laughs> I am Nathan Brown's biggest fan. Put him in the kennel for that comment. Mm. Put him in the kennel. 
sensational bloke. What a champion. Couldn't have said it better myself. And you know what? I'll be going to the Roosters too, sipping lattes and going to Bondi Beach and at the same time bagging out Jacob Arthur <laughs> playing first grade. Um, everyone knows what I think about that. Um, I've got my, my daddy's boy collection. I've also got my – I'm going to add another name into that that I, is now on my radar too is Shaquille Mitchell. What an absolute blight on first grade NRL status that bloke brings to this game. Not a fan. Mate, there was a section of play against the Panthers. He struggled to get on side. He couldn't even freaking get out of his own way, tripping over. He had the wobbly boot on, and he's playing first grade. And, mate, you can't tell me it's on talent. <laughs> you can't tell he's me it's on talent. up today. You can't tell me. Fire out. It's just, uh, mate. You've got your little list, mate. You might have to, yeah. month by month. Shaquille Mitchell, it. Jacob Arthur, Kyle Flanagan. There's the top three. Sorry, we digress. Nathan Brown. I actually think it's a great sign. You like it? Yeah, he's going to be a great bench forward for the Roosters. Yeah, I was going to say bench. Trent Robinson will get the, the best mm. out of him. Impact. Don't even be surprised if he, if he was disgruntled at Para mm. and he can find anywhere near that form with Crichton out, Victor Radley getting injured every second week. Perfect plug and play. You know, Butcher's, Butcher boys are... Mm. Head knocks and stuff. Um, head knocks, can't stay fit. Mm. I reckon Brown's probably a decent shout for yeah. 11, 12, 13. Hargraves, Hargraves, mate, lace him up with the 8 or 10. Yeah, he'll plug it. He'll do it. He'll up. plug it, mate. Yeah. He's, a, he's a dog. <laughs> yeah. No, I like Good it. Good signing. Love it. Probably on pit- pittance as well. Although, old Uncle Nick will fucking sort him out. All right. <sighs> Um, you were at the game, mate, last Thursday, the Latrell saga. Racial slur. I want to clear something up here. The kid was wearing a Roosters jersey, all right? I just want everyone to know that the kid was wearing a Roosters jersey. It wasn't a Penrith supporter. I don't know what this kid was thinking. Listen, disgusting, yeah. It's disgusting. The kid's 15. Let's cut him some slack. And I think everyone's come out and said, because mm. they're talking life bans and stuff, and Nico Hines has come out and said, no, 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 like uninformed. Young child. Mm. Um, I guess it comes from the parents. The parents are the ones to blame. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah, probably the parents get the slap or the blame, but who knows where he could have heard it. School, disgusting. Oh, mate. I think just education. I've got a young fella at preschool at the moment, mate. The stuff he comes home with, you're like, where's this come from? So I can only imagine what it's like when... You're getting me nervous, mate. I'm a few years off that. <laughs> yeah, so there's not much to touch on there. 15-year-old kid. I'm going to keep repeating myself. I like, I got a lot. I just want to segue this a little bit into Nico Hines. I got a lot of respect for that bloke. He's just going to be an absolute mm. champion of the game. Um, what a leader, what a mentor, just, what a like, you know, and credit to Fitzgibbon because um, Nico's come out and said, this is all Craig's way of how he wants to act. Mm. Stand tall, I think was the, um, yes, yes. And he's just done that. Like, what, what, it's the best way to combat it. You can bash this kid all you want and then we can go on to this left-wing mentality of racism's alive and all this other stuff. But like, let's get to the true crux of the, the issue here and that is that a kid's fucked up mm. and what can we do to fix it? Education. Education. Bring him into the... He, the kid's getting a benefit out of it. He's meeting first-grade players, mm. some of the best in the game. Get him into the all-star camp. Get him bridging that gap. Do you reckon... Him going to the all-star camp, though, he's, like, getting a dream. Like, he's getting to meet all these players that other kids would love to do. Do you reckon maybe he needs to go somewhere else? And then, I don't know, out to fucking Broken Hill, out to Uluru, out to, like, one of these bush camps, indigenous elder camps, live off the land, learn the – you know what I mean? Like, it sounds crazy, but you can actually send kids to this sort of these camps. And then maybe once he's done that, chuck him in. I'll say this with a bit of inside knowledge, Paddy, but I don't think that's the safest place to put a kid. No? No. 
I don't think you want to be chucking him into Aboriginal missions. I think yeah. that's a very, very... That's but a, there is programs and stuff. There, there are programs. If you put him in an a organised program, I think that's well and truly the case. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just, don't send him rogue. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think he deserves to go rogue. Okay. Um, so you're a fan of, yeah, there's education and eventually... I understand what you're saying, though, because that could be afforded to so many Indigenous kids and, you know... Like imagine um, if he just gets chucked in the All-Star game and then all these other kids are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, next thing you know, you've got 10,000 kids yelling out Blatrell Mitchell hoping that they get the call up. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, now that you've brought up that we're point getting, of yeah, view, we're, mate. We're diving deep. Here. But yeah, we're diving deep into a really sensitive issue. I just like the fact that Nico's come out and said, yep. said that. Look, Latrell's a polarising figure. If you actually get to know Latrell, he's not all that bad. <laughs> and I do have some inside information too about Latrell Mitchell. Okay. Um, Apparently that bloke just absolutely just runs Sydney. Trail? Trail. Wow. Yeah, apparently he's just like, I've heard stories of him like just getting nightclubs opened. Fuck, there you go. Sorting the boys out. There like just go. everyone loves the trail. I don't think he is what he, the, what, what will I call it? The, the media just painting that picture. Well, of- I don't even think the media paint him in this bad light. I think any bad media that he's copped is warranted. Like, mate, you can't be firing unregistered firearms off yeah, of yeah, your property, yeah. right? I was more so honing in on the really specific NRL supporters mm. that just see Latrell Mitchell on the field. I think it speaks volumes when you've got a player like Nathan Cleary coming out and like basically backing Latrell. Mm. I think he's actually a lot more well-liked than what you realise. I agree. And what it is is people don't like when, play, when athletes, players come out and talk that shit. We saw him in round one against Cronulla, kicks a goal, going to the well, crowd, what up now, what are you going to do, that sort well, of stuff. Well, our Luai, he's, he's been victim to that lately too. People don't like he it. Just, you know, it's, and then if he loses a game of trail or misses a goal, people dig the boot in. Look how clandestine does rugby league become without these characters. I like, love it. That's, well, that's basically what Luai's come out and said. He's like, there's just no storylines, there's no narratives, there's no nothing. Lu- Luai sniffs his own farts, mate, but he gets it. He understands it. He 100% rolls with these narratives, pushes it, creates the, like, agendas and these little rivalries and stuff, talks shit, pumps the game up. People don't like him. Fair call, but it's... It's like the old old adage. It's like the old adage. Like, you see these bad television ads, right? And they get your attention. They're a shit ad. And you're like, this is a shit ad, but has the ad worked? Yeah. Because it got your attention, right? So whether you dislike the bloke or like the bloke, yeah. you're paying just as much attention. Bang, nailed it. So it's, it's PR 101. Done. Love me or hate me, you're yep. still watching me. And Latrell's just out of the same, yep. cut from the same cloth. Yep. I mean, I'm trying to think of other players off the top of my head that people haven't liked in the past. Probably other codes, but yeah. I don't know, I think we've done well. They're wrapping it up, mate. Like, yeah, racial slur, fucking disgusting. No, no time, no space for it in... In society at all, especially in the, the world. If we're here talking about a 40-year-old bloke, there's big issues. That's the thing. I think we, we move on, mate. If this happens again throughout the year and it's... You've got to look after yeah. the kids, mate. There's, you know, there's people you've got to look after in this world. And education. A 15-year-old kid's one of them. Education, education. Spot on. Okay. BA, Brad Arthur, it's official this morning, has re-signed with the Eels, their head coach. This will make him the longest-serving head coach of the, the whole franchise, the whole team. Pretty crazy. Um, End of 2025, I guess he's been, well, he's, probably, he's been successful. Like they've been in the top four a few times. They've been consistently playing top eight football. Got them to a grand final, their first grand final since 09. It, he's very polarizing in regards to, I know a lot of Para fans don't like him, then they love him. <laughs> Obviously, we talked about the Jake Arthur thing, his son. We're not going to, we don't have to bang down that alley again. 
Do you like the re-signing? Do you like no. him at the club? You don't. Okay, here we go. You don't. He's shaking his head. I, I'll go out on a limb here. Yep. He will, at the end of his reign, whether that gets cut short mm. or what, he will drive that team into the ground. I can understand that. I've got a few things I want to bring in as well. So I just look at the, okay, a few things. He has no ability or has shown no ability to bring young players through mm. when you think about it. Okay. Off the top of your head, a player that has been bought through the system from Paramount Eels in the Arthur reign. Probably Dylan Brown's the latest, and he's, I'm trying to think, probably Dylan Brown. I don't know if he's a para junior. You have to look that one up. I'm happy. Look, I'm not saying that there was. He hasn't. I know. There, there, ha- there, there hasn't. You're saying limited. Numbers. It's been very limited. Yeah. Right? Like, probably Dylan Brown and Penasini. I'm trying to, that's probably. Yeah, Penasini's probably the best shout. I, I could probably confidently say that. I don't think. Mm. Oh. I'm pretty sure he was around that system coming through. I want to look this up because I do want to, I do want to. I mean, we're sort of showing our luck. I didn't think we'd go off on this tangent, but um, Penasini, Penasini. <laughs> Big penis. Big penis. So uh, you keep going and I'm going to chime in. So I actually, not that I like the signing or the extension, but I just don't know what other coach you'd get in that's better because we've got a lack of coaching and systems in the NRL, in my opinion. Yep. Um, so I don't know who you'd get in that would be better. Obviously, like people that have been thrown around Flanagan, I'm pretty sure he's with Manly at the moment. I don't have an issue with him staying, but... If you think he's going to drive the team into the ground or whatnot, I can understand where you're coming from. Because one little point I want to chime in, Junior Borlo, one of the five top 10 props in the game, top five props in the game, elite, superstar, whatever you want to, however you want to break him down. Very good player. Yep. Last year, mate, my understanding is he played the most games out of any player yep. in the world. Yep. Massive season for the Eels. Origin. Back to the Eels, they get to the finals, they lose the first week, they have to go the long way. First week, they beat Canberra, they go up to Townsville, they're in a grand final. His next fucking day, he's on the first plane over to the World Cup, representing Samoa. He's played massive football, massive minutes. Talk about RCG, he's another representative forward. And then I look at like their rotations this year, he's, and it happened last year, he leaves players on the bench he's not playing on. Like he doesn't even sub players on, they don't even touch the fucking yeah, two football. Players. Two players. So you're running these guys in the ground. I get they're on massive money, they're your best forwards. I just think the fatigue's going to come in this year for those, especially Bola and RCG, that's my prediction. I yep. can be totally wrong. Yep. I'm not going to say they're going to get injured. I'm not a sports scientist. I don't know all the little nitty gritty stuff. But for me, I just think fatigue, they're going to get tired and they've just got a lot on their shoulders. I agree. Especially Bola. Yeah, that's especially Bola. Um, Dylan Brown, Will Penasini, and then I think well, he's just been given another season and an injury that Sean Russell. Yeah. I think I think he'd be another one. Yeah, um, injured unfortunately. Hundred percent agree with that. Hundred percent agree with the minutes that he's making and forcing his forwards to play. Um, as you said, you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. They could be fit and ready and raring to go and in the prime of you know and seizing the moment. So just happy to be wrong. Yeah, my argument comes from I don't see a lot coming through the ranks there with a very very big junior. Um, catchment area too. I think it's second to the to the Penrith competition, the Parramatta competition. It's huge. That could have changed since I played, but I always remembered that it was, you know, the second alongside the Penrith competition. So Dylan Brown and Will Penasini, yes, he has brought them through. Um, it's just for me. I then look at the flip side of it. You've got Mitch Moses there. You you really struggled to re-sign him, and I think he would it's have. It's not been, even official yet. Well, it isn't. We can talk about that later. You keep going. Oh, we'll wait until that gets. I just think that there's something going on there because there's this reluctance from a, one of your key week in, week out starters to re-sign. If they don't re-sign him, Brad Arthur's done. 
Brad Arthur is done. Um, you've lost Reid Marnie. You well, okay, we won't say you've lost him. You've failed to keep him. You've failed to keep your best strike back rower in Papali'i. Papali'i. And I just think that it's really setting the tone for the direction that the Parramatta Eels are going. Fair. We chime this into now. They've lost the first two games this season. The last time they lost, the last two times they lost the first two games this season, they won the spoon. I don't think that's going to happen. And Brad Arthur's at the helm of all of this. And I just sort of think, Reed Marnie, top five hooker in the game. Yeah. Five hooker Easy. In the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's not hyperbolic. Yeah. Brad Arthur's got a real issue on his hands. Particularly if Mo, that'll, that'll be the demise. I Mick, think it's... And what, why isn't Moses pulling the trigger? My understanding is like Mitch Moses' manager, pretty sure it's his cousin, Isaac Moses. I've just heard he's a real... F <laughs> i got to watch myself. <laughs> oh. I've just heard he's a real... Same. Negotiations aren't pleasant. They get dragged out. It's, I was listening to a podcast last night about it. It gets dragged out. It's the oldest tactic in the book. It just puts pressure on certain parties at certain clubs. His manager, who knows if the Tigers are even offering that much? 1.4. His mm. manager could be saying that, you know, just waiting. Wait, why is it taking this long? Waiting, waiting, waiting. Mm. I just think it's overhanging on the season. And yeah, mm. we'll see. If, 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 I agree with you. If he doesn't re-sign or stay, good night. Take, take, not, I'm, take Jakey Boy with you. Jakey Boy can go. I'm not the biggest fan of Moses. Like I, I actually can't stand him. But last year, I think it was career best year for him. I'll give him the credit. Yeah, there's no doubt. Like, and there's a, Para win the comp if they don't come up against the best team of all time. Spot on. And yeah, Moses coming off a career year. The halves talent in the NRL is essentially pathetic. It's very short. There's a handful of guys that you kind of trust. That's just my opinion, sir. So, yeah. Eels, it's a big, big year for them. We'll get to my, yeah, way too early bold predictions, but it's, yeah, it's interesting. Way too early bold predictions. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, there's a lot to unpack. We're getting deep here. Here we go. Last bit of news, mate. We'll roll onto that. Jackson Hastings. <laughs> bit of shit in him. I guess, yeah, Tommy Talao, contact breaks his nose after the game. Whether people want to read into it or not. Um, cameras are on. He goes over to essentially apologise. And yeah, there's been... A so Brandy had an interesting on uh, the post-game wrap-up there. He had an interesting take on it. Did he actually go over and apologise? That hasn't been confirmed yet. Yeah. Or has it? Do you know if it has been? No. Yeah. Like, we don't know. He could have walked over and then gone, you're a fucking cat. I've heard he's a bit of a Derek. And he says <laughs> the right things on, in front of the cameras and on podcasts. I've he's heard. Like I've that. actually heard from credible sources, like word of mouth, mm. that people have been in camps with Jackson Hastings. A-grade. He's A-grade flog. Absolute... First grade flog. Allegedly, I'm with you. So, if that's the case, Talia did well not to put one on his chin. And I didn't know this. This is Willie Talia's son. So, like, I think he played for the doggies back in the day and stuff. One of the... Wow, gun. Fucking firecracker. Yeah, Apparently, he's all Willie about Talia. that. Apparently, Tommy's all about that shit. Yeah, yeah. And then Clemmer came over. Big Clem. There's something there. I think, it, I think it, it has to flow from... Yeah, I've listened to shit and read stuff. It has to flow from last year. Some of the Tigers players didn't like him. I don't think he's been liked at anywhere. And I think that's why he was shown the door very, very quickly yeah. at the Roosters. Yep. Big time at Manly. And then I think Sheen's kind of said to Hastings last year, like going forward, we want you to be our 13. Ball playing 13, smaller guy. Like, and he, I don't want to do that. I want to be half. So I think there's just a lot of shit there. The breakup, old club. But you know what? 
I'm not the biggest fan of Hastings, but he's playing fucking good football. He's and a to, dog. He's a dog. He's a dog. And to go in a fucking yeah. Leichhardt, mate, you lose your new six, you lose your hooker, you lose Tyson Frizzell, you're down to 12 men for 25 minutes, one in the fucking bin, one sent off, and you win. I think part of it too was the, the loss that day hurt. And I, I probably agree with you. Maybe he didn't apologise and he went over and shove a bit of smoke up your ass, mate. Yeah. Look what I've like that. See you, boys. Yeah, he's getting the last laugh now, you fucks. <laughs> yeah. So, you know... <laughs> If that's the case and he's trying to build, you know, I liken it to, um, I mean, again, same team. That would have been a lot coming at you. Tyson Gamble. The shit. I don't know if it was a legit quote I saw, but he was, fuck, he ruined Dewey. I, I, yeah, I don't, sometimes you don't know what to believe online. And stuff, I know, I know. You gave it to him. That, that, so you got them two. Um, yeah. It's. There's a lot going on. You know, they, they lose in a tight one um, at Leichhardt. It hurts. Yep. And, you know. Because there was nothing in that tackle, mate. There was nothing accident. in that. It was a complete accident. Saved a try. And I guess looking at it from the other side of the ball. He like, saved a try, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you look at it from the other side of the ball, mate, uh, my understanding is once the whistle goes, you shake hands, good game. You just you put all the shit in the background. That's it. Like, whatever stays on the field, happens on the field, stays on the field. So there's obviously a bit going on there. <laughs> we'll, we might find out in the next few weeks, you know. Yeah. Again, another storyline that's good to see in the NRL. Like, it's just, it gives us something. Uh, you know, it's a bit of... Bit of shit. It gives us something, you know. Yep. I think I think everyone wants this like upper class, you know, it's a, AFL rugby union type game, and it's this just is the like, game for people in the streets. Exactly. Butlers. Exactly. Um, it's a great storyline. Not a fan of it. Good on Hastings. He got the win. He shoved <laughs> it. That's all you can really say. Part of hopes he went over there and goes, "Hey boys, <laughs> eat a dick." All right, mate. Forty minutes. Fuck, we love it. We're back. Okay, listeners. Last week I did a quick, way too early predictions for seven teams. I'm going to rapid fire through my, the rest of the 10 teams, mate. You can tell me if you agree, disagree. There's some teams in there I know you want to um, break down, discuss. So this is all, as I said last week, I don't necessarily agree with them, but I think from what we've seen, a small sample size, it's a narrative you can push, you can believe, and it's a bit of fun. We'll come back at the end of the year, see how I've gone. Um, as mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. way too early, bold predictions. Panthers, they're going to take time to click. Well, you've said it all year, mate. Last year, they're going to fall back to the pack, but currently the best defensive side in the comp. They keep that up. There's a, I'm not going to say there's a very good chance, but I can see them three-peating. I can see them getting um, deep. We won't get ahead of ourselves. I'm very, very realistic about Penrith and the, the feat that is the three-peat, but um, I, think, I think it's been well-documented that this is the best chance any team's had at a three-peat. So if it's going to happen this year, it's going to happen. Um, I honestly just put it down to a false start, and they came up against the Red Hot Broncos, who, again, in your way too early, bold predictions. I got lucky uh, with that and hit that. Probably premiership threats. Origin will be the test of that, yep. and then the back end of the season. But they've obviously clicking, and they've obviously finally got it right. Ezra Mam, what a fucking player. Walsh. Um, Walsh. That's the scary thing. We didn't even have Walsh when we versed them, so. Um, Herbie, Herbie, yeah, and then you got the the impact of Stags. We've already touched on Carrigan. They got a uh, pass, you know, Capewell, Capewell, Adam Reynolds, Adam Reynolds, essentially the inform yeah. seven of the comp right now. Oh, yeah, the list goes on. Yeah, Love um, it. definitely, mate, agree. Love it. All right, beautiful eels. We've talked a lot of a lot about the eels just before. I'm gonna have it quick. You said the stat last time they lost their first two games, they won the spoon. If the eels go one from five or oh from five, their season's over for me. I'm going to go bigger. I'm going to say they missed the eight. Bang. Yep. I think their season's over. They missed the eight. If that's, yeah, you agree? It's, it's bold. It's early. People run it down my throat. I don't give a fuck. 
That's oh, it's not the first time, won't be the last. Exactly. So my bold prediction is, yeah, they don't win one of the next three or two of the next three, their season's done for me. Chasing their tail. Not really that bold for these next two teams. I didn't really know how to break it down. Sharks, good win on the weekend. They let in 26 points. They just have to tighten up their defense. And I think they're premiership threats. Doing it without their main, main guy, Nico. We'll see what happens when Nico comes back. Okay. That'll, give, that'll be the, the main thing. Premiership threat might be a bridge too far. Okay, so you're questionable. They'll that. be there. They'll be there. I actually, I don't even know if this is a bold prediction, but the Cowboys, it's more of a question for you, mate. Biggest, I don't, biggest sliding team? Maybe. I wasn't convinced round one. Obviously, last week, they, the Simbin didn't help with Drinky, but they got run off the park in that second half against Brisbane. Are the Cowboys fatigued? Last year, they were incredible. And one of my pre- predictions early on at the start of the preview was like, I can kind of see one of the Sharks or the Cowboys dropping a bit. Not saying out of the eight. Are they fatigued? Without Toot My own Horn, did I not come out though and say that I think teams have got a read on them now? Yeah, you're right. Th- this happens. You and did. you're seeing it a lot. A lot of it's getting shut down now. A lot of it. Teams are cottoned on. That, they've, that short kick to Nanai's not worked a couple of yeah, times. you're jamming it back there, getting protection. Yeah. Um, I just think teams have got a better read on them now. And I think they probably, I'm probably backing them for the biggest sliders. Okay. Well, oh, well, Melbourne's obviously in that boat too, mm. but Cowboys and Melbourne for me. Okay, so I'm, take. I'll jump on that too, mate. My way too early bold prediction of the Cowboys, I asked you, oh, is it fatigue? I think the Cowboys might slide a bit. That's my early one. Yeah. Um, Fatigue's like definitely an issue. Sydney Roosters fans, you won't be happy. I think there's too many chefs in the kitchen. I think this is going to take time. Once again, they're like, they always generally start slow. And injuries have hurt them too. HIAs. Big time. I'll give cheese him, can't play more than 10 minutes. Uh, I'll give him a leeway there, but I don't know if I like Suwili in the centers. And I talked about it last week, the progression. I'm not going to say it again from the wing to the center. GI to six. To, they want to play fullback essentially. Well, we were breaking this down pre-potty and you sort of got Suwali in this crop of players, past and present. GI, we were saying that we think his best years were at center in 5-8. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that. I actually think probably you, there'd be people out there that would say his best position was 5-8. Freak. Absolute freak. Yeah. Out of all the Indigenous boys, I honestly think that he probably did have the best ball playing skills. You reckon Latrell's catching him though? <sighs> oh, the long longevity. Latrell's still got a long way to go. Yeah. Latrell. This is what his second year at fullback. Yeah, so he's exactly. Got, okay. Exactly. Um, we're putting Crichton into this. These cropper players that aren't playing wing at the moment that are better wingers than, in, than any other position. Mm. People are forgetting one of the best fullbacks to ever play the game. Hopefully he's coming back. Roger Tua Vasashek. There was never any whispers of going into centers or anything like that. And it's just becoming a cash grab. That's, That's all it is. Centers get paid more than wingers. Wingers get paid less than centers and fullbacks. Mm. No one wants to play wing. And it's probably to your point that you said at the start of the show, managers are putting the foot down, jamming it down the club's throat. Like these days, if there's even a sniff of you being able to play fullback, it's like, no, well, we're going to play at fullback. We're going to go up like after mm. the money that demands you play fullback. And it's just like, well, that's a perfect example of my understanding with Herbie going to the, signing with the Dolphins, Herbie Farmworth. My understanding is like he essentially wants to play fullback. He's a fucking Why? rock star in the centre. Why? Yeah, it's a tough one, mate. So, yeah, and, and, and just a little, oh, you got Burton in that boat too. It's like mm. Burton's a way better centre than he was 5'8". Oh, Love him at 5'8". Incredible, eight, incredible. But he's a third half playing in centre. Then you've got... Origin centre. Play. Playing Burton in the centres... And then having a ball playing lock like Yowie, you've got four halves on the field that aren't stepping on each other's toes. Yeah, spread them out. Spread them out, mate. But yeah, Suali'i, it's early. Rock star. Absolute, absolute rock star. Freak of the game. Freak of the game. Filling out, just looking like an absolute fucking specimen. Mm. Um, 
I just don't like him in centers, and I'm happy to get it wrong if he rocks it. I just from what I saw on the weekend, you got obviously Teddy at the back, Joey Mine who's on the right side, that roaming center, essentially an extra fullback, can play 5'8. And now Suli's in the centers, and he's fucking roaming. I don't know how you coach this team. I don't know how you coach this team with these three guys literally going wherever you want. And then you got Cheese wanting his piece. And he's gonna have to, I've noticed he's gonna probably play like middle for a bit as well, 13. It's gonna take time. Kiri, runner, run, run first player. Yeah, crazy. Then you've got. Old Sammy just willy-nilly plays what's in front of him. Mm. Playing well. I'm not yeah. bagging the kid. Yeah. No, he's Sammy Walker. Developed nicely um, coming along. But you've got all these players that all of a sudden are playing eyes up footy and it's just fuck messy. Yep. You need your general. And we're talking about this with the Batman and Robin Halves. Mm. We spoke about it with the Dolphins. It's why Penrith have been so successful. It's why Souths. Yeah. It's why Roosters in, in the when past. Cooper Cronk came in. When Cooper Cronk came in. It's just deadly. You need a general. And I don't see in that team at the moment who the general is. You'd argue that it's Teddy, but Teddy's not. His playing style does not suit that for you. Exactly. He's electric. He's everywhere. He pops up everywhere. He's breaking tackles. He's bouncing off people. Yeah. You know, he's sniffing around the rock. It's just all too much. You've got all too many people wanting to get their hands on the ball. And I think, yeah, mate, I don't know what they do there. They'll get it right. Trent Robinson's an absolute fucking lord when it comes to this type of thing. Mm. Um, And I just think that, you know, once they once it clicks, yeah. Watch out. Watch out. Yeah. I'm with you. So yeah, way too early. There's too many chefs in the kitchen. We'll see. Raiders. The Raiders, Canberra Raiders, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very hard on this. Last year I loved them. This year the Canberra Raiders will not be playing finals football. Once again, they gave up a big lead on the weekend. This competition, 2023, it is too tight. There are too many teams that have improved. And when they're dishing up more of the same. Yep. You've got that added team in there that's now hit their straps. You've got Broncos who don't look like they're going to make the same mistakes Spot again. On. And then we're not, we haven't even delved into the teams that we think should be there. Spot on. Yeah, we've, we've labelled Cowboys and Sharks to slide, but I'm not sliding them out of the eight. Mm. They may get helped by power if they continue. That may free up a spot where they mm. could sneak in, make that late run. Manly are better this year. Manly, that's the yeah. thing. So yeah. I'd probably put Manly to slide in there. Mm. And all of a sudden you've got the Raiders who were kissed on the dick by Fairy last season. Oh, mate, tell me about it. even make the eight. We were looking at Credit to them. They put themselves in that, in that position. But Gave yourself a more, chance. When you're dishing up more of the same, giving up these big leads, mate, I think you're right. Beautiful. Um, I'll come back to this team. I'll let you finish on it. The floor is yours. Tigers. I don't even have a bold prediction. I've literally just got in my nose, just dog shit. Spoon? Just dog shit. Spoon. I'll, yeah. I think that's bold. I'm with it. That is bold. Bottom two. I'm going to get yeah, bottom two spoon. Easy. Easy I bottom just two. don't know what's happened. We, we have to come back to this team in a few weeks. Maybe things change. I hope I, they do. We could do a whole potty on this team, mate. This. Oh, we got to move on. because I, I sniffed issues when I heard that Sheens and Benji Marshall were clashing heads. You've got to realise how much this feeds down. It's always been at the top to the bottom, eh? Above. Above it's the like players. It's like that in anything, mate. It all it's comes like from the top. In, it, it literally, your, your, your manager sets the standard. It, it does not matter what it is. It's why the Sharks are so successful. It's why, you know, with, um, with when, since Fitzgibbon came in, oh, well, they were good with Johnny Morris too, but, you know, Fitzgibbons, again, we, we touched on it with Nico Hines. Direction. It's why Penrith have been so good. It's why Melbourne. Melbourne have been so good. Trent Robertson at the Roosters. They set the standard and they move and it moves from there. Mm. And yep. when they're clashing heads at the top, it's no good, mate. Yeah. Bottom two, bold prediction. It's not even bold, people. Lock it in. Put money on it. Bang. Okay. Knights. Probably bottom four. It's not bold. They're kind of predicted to be down there. I don't really know what to make of the Knights. I'm actually... I feel sorry for the Knights. I do. They cop it, mate. People tune in to watch the Knights play this week and... I reckon they, I promise you right now, overs, unders, 
I will go three bad calls will go against them. And I don't know what it is about this team. Mm. They get the most atrocious calls. I okay, get- two weeks ago, round one. Yes. Kalen Ponga scoring a try. Yeah. Right? Gets absolutely KO'd, no try. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So probably would have scored if he doesn't get KO'd. Mm. Right? HIA and nothing happens. Bad call, mate. Yeah. Bad, bad call. I do feel sorry for him. Hopefully- I'm not saying penalty try, but like where's the scene? I know what you mean. Where's yeah. everything? Just bad calls seem to fucking find their way into that team. And there's a lot to like about them. There is. They've got probably one of, maybe one of the loyalist fan bases as well. They've been, how many spoons I've got, and they just keep turning up there in the Hunter. They love their rugby league. So I want them to go well. I want them to bounce back. Obviously, the KP yeah, situation. Yeah, you're one club town too. Like. That's what I mean. And like, I actually don't like this saying. It's like, they always say it about every team, but it's like, oh, the, the competition's so good when the Knights are going really well, which I agree True. with. But you know what they say? I hate it, Christian, because they say this about every team. Oh, the comp's so much better when Paro going well. Oh, the comp's so much better when South Sydney are going well. Guess what, fuckers? You can only have eight teams in the top eight. Yep. You can't say it about every team. No. Oh, so good when the Doggies are going well and Belmore's pumping. Oh, the West Tigers are back. Flamboyant football. It's so good. What about Brisbane? Queen, like, there's only eight teams. And you hear it at so many. And I've actually been thinking about this for a while. Like, you can't have everyone there. Generally speaking, those one club areas, yes. Yes. Um, it, it does reign true with us. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. But I hear it too often. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. You know, it's, it, so in that boat, I'm probably like saying you're outliers. Like I'm not even putting Penrith in that boat because the power is just down the road. Yeah, they're exactly. In, they're in essentially the metro area. Exactly. I'm talking like your Canberra Raiders, your Newcastle, your Warriors. Yeah. Um, who else would probably be in that? Um, Melbourne. Mm. Um, although everyone's sick of Melbourne. They're sick um, of them now. Yeah. Kind of sick of when they were sick of Manly back in the day as I'd well. I'd probably put Brisbane in there. Big time. Uh, when some corps. Sorry, I'll, I'll broaden that. Just any Queensland teams doing well. Mm. Generally speaking, comps really thriving. Yeah. Um, more, They're heaving more, up more at some watching. Yeah. But yeah, you can't say, oh, the comps going great when Souths are fucking carving up. And it's like, fucking. Yeah. Like you've got a team that's a kilometre away that... They say it about everyone, so it frustrates me. It's just generally speaking, I know what you're saying. It rains true with the Knights. Yes. Newcastle pumping. You know, all of a sudden, you know, all those North Sydney Bears and all those fans start jumping on the bandwagon mm-hmm. a little bit, want the Knights to go well. Those, um, those Northwest areas that, t- generally speaking, mm-hmm. feed in there when they're playing well, just builds the game. More eyes are watching. So I do agree with that, mate. I feel sorry for the Knights. Yep. But unfortunately, Bob predicted probably bottom two alongside the Tigers. There you go. I dare say we're going the Dolphins. Yeah, so um, I've got one more, the Dragons. Ben Hunt is too good for me. I had him for the spoon. I'm happy to get it wrong. If he keeps playing the way they did, I know it's only one game. It's bold. Ben Hunt at the Dragons, I think um, they're too good to get the spoon. He's a Dally M shout. Yeah, again, like last year we were riding him. I don't think Dragons get the spoon. That's my bold one. Um, oh, yeah, it's hard to go off one game. It is. That's what I mean. That's why I want to get him in early. Um, Bulldogs, mate. I'm going to leave this to you. Obviously, you picked them for top eight, $2.10. Dogs of all mentality, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, the dogs. But yeah. Thoughts on the doggies. Massive win on the weekend down in Melbourne. No one saw it coming. No one saw it coming, and it just hurts the freaking the punters club. I need to see more. So you're not sold? I'm not sold. But you're liking I some like things? it. I just like the fact that Serraldo's picking the players that are going to fucking play for him. And I'll put Jacob Preston in that. Fuck <laughs> The kid's just a goer. I didn't know much about him. And then yeah. just seeing them on the weekend. Well, believe it or not, so I've actually got a loose link to him. I, I went to a gym back in the day and his older brother ran it. He was one of the coaches there. Um, 
plug him because he's a good bloke. It's M Performance out on the northern beaches. He's opened up his own gym there, and that's he's Jacob Preston's older brother. And so I'd actually watched through Instagram. I've actually watched Jacob come through the pretty grades. much as I think I probably picked him up back into Harold Matz. So I did know about him, mm. and he was training with his brother. And I just think he's that type of kid. He's hungry because he doesn't take it for granted. Mm. You know, it just typifies what Serraldo wants to do at that club. Mm. You can sign the big players. That's fine. Serraldo, I know Serraldo from what he did at Penrith, put a strong emphasis on bringing kids through the systems. And I know he hasn't gone through their system. I know he was poached elsewhere, but he's seen something in this kid. And now all of a sudden he's, he's putting on the 12 this week in the starting side. Just like that, eh? Just like that. And I like it. I'm all about it. So... It's pretty crazy as well. Like if you, you look at their stats, him versus Kickout, everyone goes, oh, Kickout's got more, you know, more run meters or more tackle breaks or offloads or whatever. It's fucking Preston on the weekend. Like that's bizarre to think. Like essentially the best back row in the comp, Kickout's on one side. It and just, he just goes come to show like, hard work will beat talent every day of the week. Every day. Like, I see it with that kid. I think if that's the type of culture that's getting built around that club, Serrato's going to do well. And I want to see Serrato succeed. I don't want Serrato to become the next Trent Barrett. Because right. he, he, he's done his time and he could have taken better jobs, mm. but he understood that he needed to do his time. He waited. It's You're like right. the Fitzgibbon factor, you know? Perfect timing. Perfect timing. I like it, mate. Doggies, bold prediction. Dogs of war, baby. Dogs of war, top eight, $2.10. We're on. Um, yeah, there you go. You talked about the Dolphins at the start. You want to wrap anything up or are you happy? I've just got to eat my words. They're not getting the spoon. They're not getting the spoon and yeah. good on them, mate. It's fucking good. Really good for It's regular. really good. I'm not, a biggest, I'm not the biggest Bennett fan, but. They're getting it together with a, mm. with a pretty poor team on paper. Just, the, you know, your odd bods. We've got our fins up, baby. Fins up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck, we're rolling an hour, mate. We've got to put the foot down, wrap it up, get the gas on. Okay. Um, round three tips. Ready to rumble? We're going to bounce back to this week. I was actually looking last. I had a few people uh, message me and asking stuff, and I just told you before we started recording. Last year, same situation. Round one, we went four from eight. This year, four of eight. Round two last year, we went two of eight. This year, two of eight. We're in exactly the same position. Okay. Fucking that makes me like. feel better because I, <laughs> I, I was shooting for the stars this season, and I'm like, you know what? You've got to be realistic. Like, at the end of the day, if everyone's taken home about around that three grand mark, you, you're going to have fun throughout the season. So, I mean, I wish I'd, I'd love to make us all rich quick, but it's just not. Not going to happen until, I mean, if there's any sponsors out there that want to chuck us a fucking <laughs> slight 10K, I'll happily try and do something with it. All right, let's, let's get a winning star. week under our belt, eh, mate? I'm ready for it. Yeah. Bounce back. Round three. Manly at home to the Eels and Manly minus 2.5, mate. I'm, um, I'm back in the Eels to probably go none from five. I'm not going to touch too much on these anymore because I just think people have just got to learn to back me. Um, I haven't seen enough from the Eels and I think with Turbo, Turbo there, obviously if Turbo goes down, this is the biggest thing. When you're back in Manly, you need Turbo to play 80 and you do not want to be on Manly when Turbo gets that injury. Let's hope he just gets 20, 20 plus games. 20 up. plus. Yeah. What about um, Schuster in at six now? I like it. I think it's going to be another added element that we're getting it done with Johns there. So I mean, yeah, they'll get it done. Spice. Yeah. I, th- I like it. They're coming off the bye. They'll get their systems back in place. They've got good, good coaches there. I know Seabold copped a bad rap at the Broncos, but Seabold's done his time now. He's probably learned from his mistakes, and they've got Flanagan there backing them up. So I like it, mate. Mm. I think small margin at Brookie. They'll be right. Beautiful. Friday, Newcastle Knights. We just talked about them at home to the Dolphins. Fins Dolph- up, baby. Fucking imagine 3-0. It's crazy. So, yeah, Dolphins minus 4.5. Yeah, I know. I know. 
Obviously, Knights, KP not there, Brayley not there, Frizzell, like they're missing a they're lot. They're missing a lot. Two debutons, like. You just, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Too much missing. How rolling. Yeah. Zacco. Yeah. Tries for fun. He can goals for fun, yeah. Fucking, he's a good shout for point scorer. Started well, eh? He would have been paying big money. Fucking 50 plus? Yeah, probably. 40, 30, 50. Yeah, okay. Game of the round. Game of the round. Game of the round, he's gross. No, this one coming. Oh, I was like, fucking <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, mate, that's a Channel 9 Sunday special. Oh, mate. Sunday games have been dog shit, no, mate. I'm, I'm over it. This, mate. I tried to tell you. You did. You did. Turn on maths, people. It's just as good. Like, I'm, I literally, I, the nostalgic 4pm Sunday slot, you know, you finish, have your baked dinner, you, you wrap your weekend up with some rugby It league. needs to be a banger. There's really. nothing there. Oh, it, it, if the NRL listen to this podcast, which no doubt they do. Definitely. Um, why isn't the Sunday game an absolute banger? Give, please give me something this Sunday. Please. Um, okay. Friday, 8 p.m., game of the round, Sydney Roosters at home to the Bunnies. And it is silly not to take the Roosters with the plus at home. The middle's oh, back. Yeah, middles are back. Getting some players in. South's got some middle forwards out again. They've been bashed by the, by the Panthers. You're just silly not to take the Roosters at any plus. I hope it keeps blowing out. And they've probably got that hunger from last year. Obviously, they lost in the first week of the finals against the Bunnies. Yeah, exactly. Saturday afternoon, mate. Super Saturday, 3 p.m. Titans at home to the Storm. Storm, terrible last week. Few players back in the squad. Storm minus 6.5. Yeah, I think you've got to just go form there. Um, Titans lost. I mean, you shouldn't. Well, that might have talked forms, but bad for both. But um, Storm's got more potential there, I think. I don't think the Titans show much more they've they've lost uh Verrills Chris Randall's filling in I believe mm. I think the storm will be too too classy yeah hungry to too, bounce back too much class in that outfit 5:30 Saturday Queensland Country Bank Stadium the Cowboys at home to the Warriors Cowboys minus 9.5 yeah Warriors haven't shown me enough mate as you said I think their defensive systems are a little bit better but then the Cowboys will bounce back mm. apparently this Tommy Chester's a I'm excited. Watch, so. Yeah, be interesting. No chance for the Warriors. As, yeah, yeah lost a bit of leadership there. That Jackson Ford, I think, is not in. Like it's, we'll see how they um, keep chugging along the Warriors. Final game on Saturday, the Broncos team, informed team of the, the competition, the league at home to the Dragons, minus 11.5 Suncorp. Yeah, yeah, I don't think the Dragons can back it up and Broncos are the informed team, so you're silly not to back them to, to get that, mate. Beautiful. Sunday Arvo, mate, we are rolling 4.05 p.m. at Belmore. Belmore Sports Ground. The Doggies against the Tigers. Dogs minus Dogs nine. Dogs of war. Dogs of war. Minus 9.5. It makes me so nervous. I'm trembling for this. You can just see the Tigers winning. It has to winning. stay at 9.5. You can see the Tigers just pulling some shit out, eh? Yeah, because oh. if, if it goes out of 10.5 and that means two converted trials, it just makes me fucking nervous, mate. I just I want the Dogs to win for us for the, for the play. And then they're two from three. Start of the season well. We've got something to talk about. You know, there's the systems are kind of building in place. There's there's something there. I'm a fan of the doggies this year. Yeah, it's a big 180 for you, mate. <laughs> I'm a fan of the doggies because yeah. I like what I see there, yeah. and I got to call it how it is. Mm. I got to call it how it is. If Serrado is going to keep doing what he's doing mm. and giving the people who deserve a shot a shot, mm. not just on their name, they'll be right. Yep. They've signed the crop. Get the hungry players around them, and they'll follow the lead. Mm. And it, as I said, it starts from the top. And Serrato's a real people person. Mm, beautiful, mate. Keep fucking Gus Gould out of it too. Yeah, Tiger's missing a few. Yeah, we'll um. Yeah, say less. Last game, six fifteen Sunday night. Tuck yourself into bed. Watch this one. Hopefully, yeah, it gives us something. Um, 
Raiders take on the Shark. Sharkies minus 3.5. It could be worse. You got the Sharkies there. I think it'll be all right. You got the Sharkies there. Yeah. Got to back them there. I think, yeah, 3.5. This is most likely going to blow out. I can see a 4.5, a 5.5 by bloody. If it gets any higher, I'm a bit worried because if you get that Raiders team that shows up. They'll be hungry at home, 0-2. Down in the, the nation's capital. As always. It'd be freezing down there, dude. Um, check the late mail. We've actually done well this year on the late mail. I think we've changed twice and they both wins. So yeah. let's just, yeah, winning week, a five. I can smell a six. Hopefully we Six start. gets us back to evens. So. Yeah. As I said, same situation as um, last year, mate. We we're in the same boat. So Have faith, people. Let's keep chugging. Let's keep. The faithful all know. Just have, just trust. Okay. Um. Our quick new super coach segment would run for this for a few minutes. Um, how'd you go on the weekend, mate? I got the dub. Dub. Um, let me have a look here. Let's go into our the big Paddy's playbook. Lee, I'm sitting equal first. I'm not going to say second. Equal first on four and against with the Dossers. Bradley. Oh, big Brad. Be right. I know him. Um, we made of the show. Yeah, we've got Hussey's boys also tied there. So we've got a six-way tie for first two rounds in um, with the big playbook. In six, R- rounding, rounding up the top six. <laughs> Point differential, not as good. Not as good. He's not, he's not getting the points on the board. Um, Hussey's boys, big Huss. The Test Eagles, Brad. I don't know the Test Eagles. Actually, shout out to anyone that jumped in from Instagram. And yeah, good on you. Good little... Your mates and stuff have filled the league. Yeah, bit yeah, a bit of fun. Um, big Mitchie, he's been a guest of the podcast. Oh, Glenn Davis, baby. Yeah, Glenn Davis. Love He's always sniffing there. around. I've got to realise that I'm actually in a competition with people that I've been telling my, uh, my trades to. That's, that's the tough one. <laughs> that's the tough And I'm very transparent with my team. So, so am I. I, love well, I think we both have to be pretty... Um, like the bullet. And- yeah. So in uh, round one, if we go back, oh, it probably won't let me. I mean, I am in the... Uh, the uh, mobile app here. Mm. Um, I got, uh, yeah, I'm two from two, mate. If I go to my team. Um, How, what trades are you making this week? Or did you make any in round one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So I've used six trades. I've Ooh. used two power-ups. I think you, you have to, like yep. I said. The biggest thing that I like about my team at the moment is I've got 369,000 yep. sitting in there just waiting. I won't touch on last week's trades. Obviously, our work schedules just didn't meet up and we couldn't get into it. But at the moment, this week, I bought in uh, Schuster. Love it. Um, I've also punted out Burton. I thought I was going to lose too much money there. I bought in Dewey. I didn't bring him in la- this week. Sorry, I bought him in last week. But just so everyone's clear on that, I've got Dewey in 5-8. And then I bought in the big Utoy uh, Utamanu yep. or whatever you want to pronounce his name. His break-even's too low. Big uh, 78 points. I think he scored a try. I bought him in. And then the man of the hour, Jacob Preston. Bang. Averaging 54.5. I bought him in this week. So I've used six trades all up. Um, I think you have to. I think it's going to put me in good stead. I cannot see anyone that I've missed out. The only person I'm not happy about carrying is Nickel Klockstad. But um, yep. he will be dodging the price rise and I may be able to get rid of him next week. As, as the final tune-up for my team, I'm... Um, I'm being smart about it this week. I'm going to go turbo captain. Ooh, hot and heavy. I like it. Come out guns blazing. Okay. What about you? Mate, I've, um, I didn't make any trades round one, but round oh. two. Yeah. I just, I got, yeah, it's a long year. I, um, I used a trade boost this week. I used all three. So what I've done is Jacob Preston. We've talked about him enough. I'll bring him in for, um, Sean Bloor, Tigers, I got him in. He played round one, got injured and not named. And now it's just, it's a simple Yeah, that's simple an trade. easy one. I had the cheese. Brandon Smith, he did me dirty. Double or nothing. I'm not, I'm not copping it. He's going to lose money. Good on him if he goes out, gets 50, 60, 70. He'll probably have a blind. I hopefully he does for us. Roosters plus 2.5, baby. But I've brought in Reed Marnie. 
Okay. Yep. Reed Marnie. So I'm running a Harry Grant Reed Marnie. I've just gone heavy up top. Yep. Really like it. I look, I know a lot of people bring in Wade Egan. I'm not. Mate, okay. I just want to touch on this. So obviously there's like most traded out, most traded in. Some of these most traded ins are ridiculous. Oh. Do people like, okay. Wade Egan's the perfect example, right? Mm. Yeah, I get it. He's averaging 93.5. That's not sustainable. He's got right? two tries. I'm pretty sure. Exactly. You got to look at his base stats. He's not scoring two tries every week. What in your, I know he's got a break even minus 44, but he's worth 498,000. Mm. Why are you bringing him in? When you've got a Josh Hodgson, mm. you know, sitting there, I've got him as mm. my backup hooker. He didn't have the best week. I actually think he actually didn't play him this week. I didn't, yeah. it, was a, it was a mistake on my behalf. But um, he's still averaging 40-odd. Mm. He's going to make more money over a long term. 100%. Um, that means if you wanted a quick crash, cash grab, jump on Egan. But I can't see him getting any. Like he's going to make you probably max 150K. Yeah. Max. Surely. I think so. I've got Reed. He's a bit more expensive. Break, in, break even of zero. I think he's a keeper for a while. He's <laughs> like essentially the tip of the spear of that Bulldogs attack. His base is great. He's playing 80 minutes. I always obviously look at the bench of teams. Hodgson, power run four props. He's going to play 80 minutes. Like That's how simple. I look at it. That's how I look at it too. I think Reed's playing big minutes. And it's then, like Reese Walsh as well, breaking even a two. He's like one of the top five to bring in, but he's worth 554. And you've got Turbo there averaging yeah. 97. Yeah. I'm assuming, I get it. It's only for this week, but I'm assuming a lot of people went Turbo Teddy. I've got Turbo Teddy, and I think a lot of people are going to be looking at Reese Walsh next week, depending, because he's got that, he'll play that next week, or this week will be yeah. the second game, and then the price rise, and I, I love so Where does he come in? Because you've got two, if, you, if you're playing the Turbo Teddy combo. My understanding is people have a gut full of Teddy. They're going to throw him in the bin, and I am not brave enough to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not brave enough. Good luck to those people. Yeah, because it's, in my opinion, you're wasting two trades, one to get him out, and then one to bring him back in. Exactly. Maybe a bit of a pod difference for Reese Walsh. That's the only thing I can think of. And my third trade, a bit funky. I've got rid of Birdo. I'm, as I said, I was burning. I started with him. He, I thought he was going to go better, but what do you do? And I, this, is a, this is a different one for me, mate. Tricky Trindle. Braden Trindle. I know he's only going to play one game. It just frees up a lot of cash for me. So I've brought him in. The Sharks half, starting half. Yeah, kicks yeah, goals. Yeah. What's gonna, his break even? Um, That's an interesting one. For one game. Minus 58. And I, I, I wouldn't even, if, if, I'm hoping Nico doesn't play next week, but I think he's coming back around four. But I still think he's going to be sniffing around and he'll make a bit of cash for me. So I've had Katara at seven. I brought him down to six. I had Schuster. I'm starting Schuster. I'm going to play Schuster this week. So, and Cleary's obviously got the bias. I've got Trindle in there and then he'll make me some cash and I'll upgrade down the track. And how much is he worth? 234. Essentially bottom dollar. Really? So I make money. And as I said, that gives me 300 in the bank. Round two, they, oh, sorry, I should say round, round three done. Going into round four, there could be injury suspensions, and I'm hot and heavy to upgrade a few big boys. Arr. Yeah, it's getting to that point, eh? Centers are weak for me. They are weak as piss. Well, I, I, would, I would say that my centers aren't weak as piss, given the form. Who have you got in the centers? I'm running Val Holmes, the Hammer. Um, Paul Alamotti, I got to play this week. Got 48 last week, and Warbrick. Because Taruva's got the buy, Nickel Klukstar, and that Khan Pereira. For the Titans, I'm yeah, not okay, there, so. okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I'd love to upgrade like a. I don't actually. I want to get Karaz next week. I know people are looking at him. He's a rock star. His base. Oh, I'd love to get back in. No, Karaz isn't base. But he's no. He's like making a million runs. Oh, he's base stats. Base yeah. stats. Oh, so. I was like this. So he's not, another curious case for me. I'm going. I'm going to pull the trigger. At, at just under six hundred. It's crazy. I think I will next week. All right. Okay. I, it's, I'm not confident. Like it's just something I. I think I want to go with. Have you got a Zacco? No. Okay. Like 383,000. 
Maybe exactly. he's chief. I don't know. Maybe I do look at him With next week. With a minus week. break even, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Maybe I do look at him next week. I don't know. I think um, Karaz, if, if you're going to pick him, he's a keeper. That's what I'm thinking. I want to upgrade my centers. Like I, I be just, cool. Be cool. I don't mind it. Obviously, you don't look at the tries and stuff, but like last week, 24 runs, 235 meters, 10 tackle breaks. I know that's not going to happen every week. Yeah, he's he might have a bit base of base monster. I don't disagree with you there. He's a base monster. All I'm going to say is I need to upgrade those centers next week. Perfect example. Chance could be maybe I play him another or like have him for another week or two and then upgrade him. But I'm definitely bringing in a keeper center soon. So, um, mate, yeah, that's our <laughs> trades rank wise. I'm thirteen thousand. Now, when you go to rank down the bottom, and it's down the bottom. So you know that on the bottom next to leagues rankings. Yep. And, and then it'll say it up the top. Ranking out of 129,000, 139,000, sorry, I'm 13,000, 500, I'm dog shit, very disappointed. Um, I was 10,000 last, last week. Yeah, I don't I'm know backwards. what I'm looking at here. I'm 25,000. Yeah, if it's that close early on, I, you'll I, be able to jump 10,000 in a round. It's, I, I'm looking at the wrong rank. I, I think I said pre-potty I was much higher than what I was. 25,845 for me. It'll come back, bro. Yeah. As I say, it's I'm going it's back round two, mate. There's probably like... 14,000 just on the same amount of points. Exactly. You, so we'll wait. Let's see. We'll Round 10 will probably be where we're sitting. We'll keep a gauge on it. A bit of fun. And obviously top of the league, essentially. Here you go. Head to head in our league playbook. Um, what a show. NRL news. Fuck. Way too early bold predictions. An hour 15 of the best. Round three tips. Super coach chat. This was fun. <laughs> <laughs> we had a day. Mate, I'm literally. Until next week. I'm jumping in the car in 15 minutes off to work. So. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Anything else? Nah, just fucking stick with us, people. Let's go. The future's bright. Thank you for listening to Paddy's Playbook. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's much appreciated. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page, at Paddy's Playbook. We post fun, engaging content every single day. Once again, we really appreciate your support. See you next time. Let's go.